Vigilante Wins here in the 37th episode of the Culture Crime Fighters. I'm joined by none other than my partner in Culture Crime Fighting, Matt for Fireball Productions. How are you doing, man? I am very well, sir. This is fun to be here as always. I love the Culture Crime Fighters. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Really fun. I did get a notification for today, so that counts wow. for something. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. That's- it's always nice when a notification happens because that's no there's no guarantee that it will. So that's cool, cool. I get your notifications most of the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I feel like YouTube has paired us together and has equally been trying <laughs> to silence the two of us because I lost like six subs <laughs> over the weekend. Yeah. Like, oh man. I guess six people independently decided to click unsubscribe. Yeah, it's funny how they do that like every week. So strange how they just keep doing that. And then it keeps going back up and then down and then yeah. up and down. It's really weird. Yeah, same thing happens to me. As I'm at like like 660 or 659 or something right now. Yes. After being at like 665 a few days ago. And it's the 15th time that's happened. Uh-huh. So. Just, it will not. That is the cap. Yeah. That is the cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, outside of... YouTube. This show is a podcast. This show is a podcast that goes on iTunes and Spotify, and you can catch it there. Uh, we're, pro- I mean, it's probably wise of us to diversify where we can be heard and seen and all that, so that we don't have to rely on one single platform, just in case there is some kind of deplatforming issue. Yeah, it's a bit suspicious. So uh, make sure you check us out. We are bitching about YouTube again. Yes, sentient <laughs> dildo. We can't help it. It's uh, yeah. it is what it is. But make sure you guys go to iTunes and give us a five star review. Let Please us know. Do. Let let the people know that you love us, and then that'll push us up in the charts. And then we won't have to bitch about YouTube anymore because we'll be huge go. on iTunes, right? Sentient dildo. Got there you me. go. I almost worry that we're encouraging him to give us like a one star review. Like he's just gonna go there and say these guys are cunts. It'll be well, he should just do it with a five star. You know, you can insult us all you want. I don't care. There you just go. Give us five stars so that it pushes up in the iTunes algorithm. There you go. There you go. We had a big right day up. the other day. I saw it. There was something like 16 views in a single day. Hey, so, so maybe hey some of you guys are already on iTunes, and I appreciate it. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Three downloads today. So that's yeah. something. All over the world. All over the world. Got people in international Brazil. superstars. That's right. Got people in the Barbados. Remember, we're big in the Barbados. Huge in the Barbados. We're like in the top sixty or whatever it was. Yeah, I got San Antonio, Dallas, Atlanta, New York, Virginia, yeah. West Virginia, Spain, France, United Kingdom, Moscow, oh, Bangladesh. Wow. Bangladesh, Bangladesh. Moscow. The Kremlin's listening to us. Yeah, that's all awesome. real places. There's a map that shows you where your downloads are. Someone in Moscow actually likes us. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, Vladimir Putin, Culture Crime Fires fans uh, confirmed. Or it could be Snowden still in? I don't I, I know uh, the guy, CIA guy, he's still in I don't Moscow, know. Right? I have no idea. There you go. Snowden loves us. You got to get him Wookie, on. Wookiee Supremacy says he is uh, back on Twatter. Uh, I am still not. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That sucks. I was if literally... They- I was there, and I was going to delete the tweet just today. Yeah. And I decided no. I decided I'm going to appeal again because the reason is I don't think they're correct. Mm-hmm. I, the tweet in question is uh, you are a self-righteous pussy. There's nothing disrespectful about sexualizing a woman. 
Now, what I did realize is that whether Katie is mentioned in this, ah. so it might come across like they like it was targeting Katie. And I, I was I didn't even mean to include her in that tweet. I wasn't directing it at her. I was directing it at uh, him, at the guy who is a self righteous pussy. Uh, and there is yeah. nothing wrong with sexualizing a woman. But the, the reason why I, I am holding the appeal line is because they said it's a discriminatory tweet. Huh. And that you can't treat... You sexist uh, pig. Yeah, well, you can't discriminate or be hateful on the grounds of sexuality, race, gender, or disability. And I do not believe I'm doing that. Yeah, so I, I don't think... Appealing. Like, you can be any race, gender, or sexuality and be a pussy. Yeah, there's no such thing as pussy Americans. Yeah. I mean, there are plenty, but they yeah. don't self-identify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, well. I mean, some pretty much do self-identify as pussies because of the way they act. Um, but yeah, yeah, man. That's that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah, I don't even really care. I mean, I can browse all the topics without having an account. I don't need to tweet. I don't. The only thing is, it sucks. I can't communicate with like you know Patass or like uh, Nina or something like that. That's really the only issue. But I could find another way around that. Yeah, I mean, you're like the communication thing is the only reason I have Twitter because it's like there's usually nothing interesting. I actually did find a couple things that I kind of. We don't have to get too much into it because I'm not a, like a poli uh, politics like genius or anything. What the hell is this? Okay, I hit the wrong button. That's what the hell is. Oh, okay. Um, no, uh, I did see. I, have you been paying attention any at all to what's going on in Virginia with uh, like a recent election? Well, I follow on Instagram. I follow a fair amount of like political uh, Instagram accounts like DC Drano and stuff like that and Prager mm -hmm. U. Uh, so yeah. they've been updating me about it. Like, like I, like I don't consider myself like a Republican or really a conservative. I just, I think right now their values are important. So I'm trying to, I'm investigating them and like hearing what they have to say. And with the kind of overhaul of our educational system and our country, what, what seems to be like one hegemony of agenda, I do, I have been paying more attention to who's in charge where. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, with the Virginia thing, I followed a lot of the school stuff. Like mm -hmm. I've covered and talked about um, a lot of the stuff going on with that school system. The incident with the uh, dad who, uh, who whose kid was assaulted by somebody who was basically using the transgender rule to their advantage. Oh, I didn't and, know about this story. Oh, you didn't hear about that. So, yeah. Um, basically, a long and short of it is, a, is a dad, his daughter gets assaulted at school because of uh, a kid who uses the, this bathroom rule and apparently assaulted another student after that. Like, how do you, what and, do you mean by assaulted? Like, sexually like, assaulted. Attack? Oh. Like, legitimately sexually assaulted. And what age are we talking about? They're high like school? 14, 15. Yeah, high school. Okay. So a guy went into the bathroom. Girl's bathroom with a skirt. Assault, but said, I'm trans, and then, like, molested this chick or whatever. Yes. And then, okay. um, apparently, very recently did a similar thing. Okay. Similar thing happened. But when the when the guy goes up to the school board to complain about it, um, somebody who, like, somebody there, Karen, basically was uh, accusing him of getting anti -trans, uh, being anti-trans. Ah. So the guy ended up... Not only was he arrested at the school what? board meeting, yes, 
when he's looking into his daughter. It's on the channel. It's on the, it's one of the videos on the channel. I talk about it. Um, not only was he arrested, but they, they have this new thing where if you are hostile at a school board meeting, and this is brand new, um, you can be put on this FBI domestic terrorist watch list. Now that I heard that. I knew that was that was news I'd heard. And I think that's why a big reason why the Virginia election went the way it did, where it's a Republican. Yeah. Um, because people are like, what? Like me being concerned about my children makes me a terrorist, you know? Like Yes. It's gotten a little nuts. Uh Zinch and Dilda, Matt doesn't watch your stuff. <laughs> I do watch some of it. I don't watch well, all of it. To be it, fair. Two things. One, I did get kind of spammy because I would talk shit about uh, the quartering and then I basically stole his gimmick. And yeah. then two, like, I mean, nobody watches all my stuff. Like everything. That's a lot. Sporking Hell, news. Stopping sporking by. Sporking news. Radio. Stopping in and hit like. Wish you could stay. But back to the day job. We do need to stream. I haven't been on yelling in park cars in forever where I did use to stream with uh, Sporking every now and again. You can't do the evenings anymore. Yeah, I can't. Damn, Ben. Yeah. Um, the other thing too is I I talk to Vidge two hours every week. Yeah. And at least a few hours on the cocktail lounge usually. Yeah, I will yeah. hear what he has to think about these things eventually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't need to watch all the videos. I talk to him. He's my friend. Yeah, yeah. that would be <laughs> obsessive. Would be and I do watch the videos sometimes just to get your algorithm a booze. I, I try to give it a like as often as possible. So I do. I don't appreciate this criticism coming from Sanction Dildo right now. I don't like. Yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. He's trying to. He's trying, trying to, to question uh, my loyalty. Yeah, he's trying to uh, breed dissension in the culture, crime fighters. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's divisive, like a commie. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of the commies, well, the reason I even brought up the whole election thing um, was some of the reaction on Twitter because I, even though I don't use Twitter and I haven't really been specifically following the Virginia election like that, similar to you, I just see it in passing. There's a lot of mm-hmm. people who are just interested. And uh, basically, Republicans won a lot of the elections. And so that's that's the gist of it. Yeah. But, uh, what happened with the New Jersey one? Because I, I, last I heard that that was still on hold. And that would be a huge one if that went Republican. Not that it matters. It's the most corrupt state in the nation. But yeah, well, uh, they're competing with a lot. I'm not sure what happened with the New Jersey one. I am not sure with that because I, I just it's... saw so much. Yeah, let's see. Uh, oh, it yeah. looks like Philip Murphy, Democrat, is just eking out Jack Citarelli. But I don't think this is – it's 89% reported. That is a tight race. Wow. Oh, so that's still down to the wire, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So that would be interesting. Yeah. I don't know anything about either candidate. I assume they're both scum because New Jersey is just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> they probably are. And, uh, hey, that's probably the case with uh, the Virginia thing. Like, uh, a lot of times, you know – uh, the conservatives can be less lesser of two evils nowadays, but it, we just have so much insanity coming from the left, and it, like I said, so much of that what I what I was describing was coming from the left. So it's just like that antagonized a lot of people in Virginia and just all across the nation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Saw some of that craziness. Um, I think it's. I mean, I mean, right now, I do think it's a good thing because at least, even if ultimately, you know, it's just it'll be the same old crap. Like. The right base right now is really on to this critical race theory issue. And yeah. I think if you have Republicans in there right now, they're probably going to fight against it because it's the number one issue that's motivating right wing voters. Yeah. I mean, that was a huge, like, uh, and in fact, let me actually show some of the tweets. Um, 
because I, I'm interested in another phenomenon that's starting to happen uh, along racial lines, right? So uh, somebody, and I don't, I don't even know who these individuals are. It shows you how I know Terry McAuliffe was one of the um, candidates, uh, but it says uh, parents' voices will be heard, and uh, Sherry Jacobs, no, parents aren't teachers, which they are. So of course you don't want parents to have the right to teach their kids or have any input on who teaches their kids. But you sure do have a lot of races. So that's the thought process. Oh, Virginia went Republican. She looks like Must a Fox News chick, that girl. She Right? Doesn't she, she look is. like a Fox News anchor? I mean, I don't think she is because of what she's yeah, saying. Yeah. But she looks like, you know, one of those girls. She does look like an anchor of some sort. So if anybody knows who Sher- Sherry Jabake, J- Jacobus. Jacobus? Jacobus? Jacobus. Yeah. So, and there's a lot of this. There's a lot of this. Oh, uh, everyone's racist. It's clear there's not a willingness to uh, what is this, confront the landscape of American politics. The VA race was not about education. Um, it was about uh, there's no ability to engage in the grim reality of electorate of white voters and bra- uh, planning to embrace racial threats, right? These these white races. Education. See, what's this is scary, what George- though. Can you go back? Yeah. Sorry. What's scary is that last woman looks like a politician. Like just sure. by that podium, like the fact yeah. that she's behind a podium and a microphone, like she probably is. That is what's really concerning for me. Is like obviously it's just politics. People are just talking, but it's like when the institutions themselves say these things, that's when mm-hmm. it really gets concerning. That's when I'm really like, wow, this isn't just like radicals and fringe people. These are the people who decide policy. They do have they wield executive or what not executive like legislative power. Like it matters. It's very so, important. This isn't just the internet. Yeah. And that's kind of critical race theory in and of itself is that to me. It's where it's like, oh, no, this is no longer a Tumblr post. This is a teacher teaching children this now. Yes. Um, and this that's person, I just, I just looked them up. They're, they're an NAACP lawyer. Oh, so they're oh, not a politician. Oh, okay. So Predictable, then. I mean, that's pretty much what you'd expect from the NCAA. Well, not NCAA. NCAA. <laughs> NCAA would be more useful, and they're corrupt as fuck themselves. Um, but yeah, basketballs. N- <laughs> basketball player. Uh, but no, NAACP, which uh, you know is so progressive, they have colored people still in their name, um, <laughs> and it, it was ran by you know for the longest time by a white person posing as a black person. Oh, as that's as right, Rachel Dolezal, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So definitely the 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 group I go to uh, when it comes to blackness. Um, this is, <laughs> speaking of blackness, Joy Reid. This is a quote. I don't, you know, I, this is a quote on Twitter. If it's a, if it's a fake quote, I apologize. But education is apparently a code for white white parents teaching the idea uh, who don't like the idea about teaching race, which is not what critical race theory is. It's not teaching race. Not teaching it's teaching race racism, basically. Yeah. Uh, but do you want to see one of the candidates, one of the faces of white supremacy? Yes, I do. Uh, here you go. It's a. Uh, oh here. no. The new lieutenant governor, who's a former Marine, by the way. Really? Uh, yeah. Apparently, you're never a former Marine. You're always a Marine. You're like a retired Marine or something. Ah, My dad that... always used to say that. Anyway. Okay. Retired Marine. She has Semper Fi. Uh, she's the new, new lieutenant governor of the face of white supremacy, apparently. That's pretty badass. Yeah. Like she's thought... posing with her AR. Like, <laughs> yes. She's like, I am not fucking around. <laughs> yes. I mean it. <laughs> But yeah, this is the thing that I found on Twitter that I found interesting that um, was like, oh, they they are not going to stop with this everything I, that I don't like is racist thing. That's true. And, not and the more stop. they do it, 
the more they do it, the more it waters it down, the more it weakens it. Yeah. She's an agent of the patriarchy, clearly, since you do it. Well, I was listening to, I sent you, uh, I've been listening to a lot of them. I sent you an episode of uh, Christy Mayer's podcast, but James Lindsay was on yeah. uh, an episode. And I don't know if you ever listened to James Lindsay, but that guy is really worth checking out. Uh, just as like a refresher for anyone watching, he's the guy who basically took passages out of Mein Kampf and instead of like uh, Jews, he would put like straight white men like in in the passages or whatever and then would submit it as uh, like um, not medical journals, but like, you know, the internal kind of journals that uh, would be in the arts and sciences, like the kind of like racial like CRT training courses essentially in colleges and they got passed so yeah like so he did that as like at a kind of a like a troll um but it Mm -hmm. ended up making him kind of like a jordan peterson-esque celebrity and he is really sharp he is really insightful to a lot of this he understands he's very well read just like peterson he knows all the philosophy that inspired marx and every like he's really goes complex into it Mm -hmm. um and I've i've been listening to a lot of him and I forgot what my point was. Oh no! <laughs> I, you know, I remember you sending me. I have not listened to the whole thing, the James Lindsay thing. It's definitely worth um, your time, dude. Smart guy, really like well versed, and you can hear like when he talks about it. It's like, oh, uh, I don't know. It'll come back to me if it if it has yeah. to. Well, I mean, I started off talking about the the fact that they're really pushing the the, the, the oh right. Thing. He was saying that what ends up happening, what what you end up doing is whenever they say, oh, X, Y, Z is racist, you're like, okay, we need to protect whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, uh, you use it. It's like you use their barometer to figure out what actually we do need to keep around. Ah, because if they're attacking you, that means it must be important. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, probably a good a good barometer, Not like as uh, the term you just used. That is probably a good way of seeing what's going on because it's like, they are really going at everything. You know, we joke, you know, since you did all was fucking with us earlier, but we do, we are suppressed on this platform, man. You say the wrong it's thing, you get, you get on the blacklist. And uh, you say, you know, you you being the monetized of the two, two of us, you said every stream you do basically is um, demonetized off rip, right? Immediately. The second yeah. it goes up, pretty much almost immediately is it demonetized and demonetized means it's so there's ad suitabilities that you have to uh you know like qualify for basically if you curse too much if you say the like things that like are kind of unpleasant for ads they kind of tend to like you know they don't want like a huggies ad when i'm saying you know fuck this bitch in the pussy you know what i mean like they want <laughs> they gotta kind of I, I sort of i do understand that to a degree um but uh so I don't know, whatever, whenever I do it, it's just automatically you get like this yellow little dollar sign and it says like there's a your you know, ad suitability and then you can submit an appeal. But basically you're demonetized. Your, your stream's not making any money. Yeah. And it happens yeah. automatically every single time. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there, there's something about the, them suppressing a lot, every voice they fucking can. And it's just ramping up and it's getting like pretty wild. But that, that's an interesting take. Like, okay, if they're, they're attacking it. That we need to to go at it, and uh, I guess new discourses is James Lindsay's channel. So uh, yeah, 
And I, I think he means, I don't think he means like literally if they say it's racist, then we yeah. automatically, but it's a great place to, you know, start like, oh, okay. They're saying that let's, let's start with, okay, probably that needs to be preserved and let's, you know what I mean? Let's hold on to it. Obviously not blindly, but it's a good, yeah. it's a good way to figure it, like to see where their plan is. You're like, oh, okay. That makes sense then. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, shit, they made hard work racist or white supremacy or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Uh, showing up so, on I time. Mean, showing up on time. Nuclear family. Yeah, all types of like just like hard work, like punctuality, like things that you're just like, what? That, that, that's white supremacy? It's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Uh, since you did we got to protect white men at all costs. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we don't have to protect white men. We just, I, I just don't want to be called like a white supremacist because I don't want, like, if I had kids, I wouldn't want them to learn critical race theory. And it makes them white because of what critical race theory is. Now, I do think a lot of people just hear the term and don't even research it and just say, oh, you're against this. What's wrong with you? I think that's how it works. That's why they name things to do the things they name them for that I reason. Think- the biggest issue with all of it is that it's not presented as an idea or a philosophy. It's presented as the only way to look at it. And then you end up cooking these kids because in a school, right, you're looking for answers. You don't know anything about the world. These are authority figures. And when they tell you this is the way the world works, right, like yeah, you believe it. And so it's a really tough thing to change your mind especially when you've had ideas like sort of implanted when you're young like that yeah and then you know years later trying it's like it's like you see it like with the sjw's like no like they don't even want to hear another con like another thought can't go in their head it has yeah. to align with this and i think that's why it's so dangerous is because the way it's presented yeah and you you get to you brainwash these kids yeah you really do I mean, and then they don't know what they don't know shit. Basically, they don't know what's going on. They they spend more time focusing on these, you know, frivolous at best and harmful in most cases. Uh, BS, mm-hmm. the SJW agenda, rather is critical race theory or critical theory in general, mm-hmm. um, more than they do on like actual relevant topics that they should be learning or relevant relevant. Um, and they just see the world stuff. through that lens without. Without a single exception, the entire yeah. world has been formed by a top-down white supremacy. You are a victim of it, and the mm-hmm. only thing you can do to make it any better is to spend your life fighting it. That's how they indoctrinate people. Yes. Yeah. You can be a community leader. It's like, no, you need to be an entrepreneur. You really, I mean, whatever. You don't you really you need, need to, to get out anything. of this out of this but, fucking desk. You know what I mean? Not in this school anymore. That's what you really. Yeah, need that's to what you really need to do. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's and that I think that's why it's so dangerous because I, I, yeah, I, I don't want the suppression of any ideas, even if they're ideas I, I firmly disagree with. But I think it's the discourse, the manner of the discourse that really matters. And like, if you posit things like "here's what I think" or "here's a theory on why the world is the yeah. way it is," then you can kind of explore it. You can poke holes where where you can. You could keep what's valid about it, and then you can like have a more complex worldview that's n- truly nuanced and uh, you know probably more accurate. Um, but that's just that's that's you cannot question this stuff. I took sociology in college. You cannot question anything they say. Yeah, and that's that's really dangerous. That's because that's <laughs> Keely Chow. Sorry, I just had a really funny comment. Uh, is uh, the reason uh, Gary doesn't start streams on time because he doesn't want to be labeled as a white supremacist. That's funny. 
Yeah. And I, I actually saw the Septicon King. He said, I told my eight-year-old boy he never hit a girl. He says, I only hit them if they turned into a boy like a vampire. So I guess that's a <laughs> that's reference. Funny. To, I, I don't know how common that is at that school. So, yeah, uh, he laughs hard. I, that is kind of funny. Um, funny. We'll see what happens with that going forward. Since that's another thing they push on kids. Oh, yeah, you might be transgender. You, you are. It's okay. And if you're now in certain areas, I think in Canada, if you say that if you're like six or seven and you say you're transgender, your parents have to to honor it. That sort of thing is a, is a, is a new thing. Too as far as school, and then it, they, there there's a lot of that. Not just the critical race theory, but a lot of uh, critical gender theory. Rather, it's uh, relative to oh, you're you're a male, so that, therefore you're oppressing all females. Oh, you're straight, well, therefore you're oppressing all LGBTQ. You would have loved it. There was something Lindsay said, and he he blames the feminists for all this. As well, he should. It, it's like... their fault. <laughs> Vidge would get a kick out of that. The feminists need a lot of blame. That this is entirely their fault. Entire as far as mainstreamifying a lot of this shit, because femin feminism is the reason this is a mainstream thing. Feminism was the the because it, who platformed this at every corporation at every. Not saying there were no white men involved. I'm sure there are, but it's mostly feminist white. That, that's it's the feminist philosophy, even if it's not the actual people. It's the it's the way of thinking that really pioneered the, all this stuff. Yeah, it was the it was the it, uh, I don't know if canary in the coal mine is the right thing, but it was the first thing in the door. Mm-hmm. It was the first in the thing in the door, and it's the first thing that became kind of normalized and common. Well, of course, you don't want to, you know, and it's similar. Feminism doesn't isn't exactly what you think it is. I think a lot of people think, oh, feminism just means equal rights between men and women. Like, no, that's not what it is. If that's well, what that's, it started out yeah. as, so they present that's one yeah. thing. But that's not what it currently is. It's it's, it's it's female supremacy at this point. Sentient dildo thinks it's our fault. <laughs> you know is. what? He's right. It is. It is because we're fucking simps. We're like, oh, I want some pussy. Okay, honey. Well, you also, I think a lot Curious of what society. happens with this stuff is it catches you off guard like initially it catches you off guard because it's so it doesn't really align it doesn't align with the real world but it has some bits of truth so mm-hmm. it's tough to navigate and debate but then they don't debate you they debate the person like they don't they don't debate the topic they debate the person and they do like little nimble tricks till all of a sudden you're this like frothing at the mouth lunatic because you're just you can't you're like ah like it it fries you and they're like see like you know what I mean patriarchy like it's like that that's their whole that was a whole goal with so much of this stuff I found myself in that trap so many times it took me it took, it took so long to learn to just not engage but it's like yeah that's why I think it's so tough because it's like you feel like there's this huge rift in between the two of you and, and it it throws you off guard because it's like it's not really the way the world is you're conveniently leaving out a lot of facts that don't that would dispel a lot of what you're saying but you, yeah. you know it becomes this whole it's very difficult to navigate i think that's why a lot of it was able to take hold so quickly is because we just you didn't really see it coming you didn't quite know what was going on yeah and i think there's a lot of the, the like uh, what's the right word? It sounds a lot of stuff sounds moral in theory until you actually see what they're saying, or or just you know, like I said, critical race theory sounds you know interesting. It doesn't sound like what it actually is. It's yeah. not critical. It is a. It is a. It, all it is is just is definitive. This mm-hmm. you are an oppressor. You are oppressed. Therefore, X Y Z. It's not like something that you can actually 
break apart. It's not something that you can use facts for. It, you, there's a few talking points that may include some statistics, and then that's that's what gets spammed. Well, they, they, they trickle it out. They start off with something that sounds reasonable. Yes. And then you can give them concessions, even though it's probably kind of bullshit. You get, but then they, they want more and they want more. And then like, then now they're entrenched in the institutions. And now it's not even a matter of like being able to give them or not give them. They're in control. They have all this power now. And it's yeah. like, oh shit. Like, well, what did we do? Like, who did we give all this power to? And the answer is communists. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, they infiltrated, yeah, yeah. they they did it. They were successful. It's like shit. Now they really had to keep our eyes up for this one. Yeah, and uh, hell, KMFS. He says, "Hey everyone," and he also says uh, he had to start dealing with these bitches in 2015. Started attacking their intelligence and lack of facts and ability to debate. 2014, 2015 is where you start to see this shit in the wild. It's like, well, they there's the theory that after uh, Occupy Wall Street, that's when they really started introducing all this identity politics stuff so mm. heavily. That's the maybe. maybe. And James Lindsay even backed that up because I've heard that as like a meme and stuff before, and I was like, eh, maybe, maybe not. But then when this guy says it, I'm like, okay. I mean, there's probably some weight to it. This guy's pretty smart. Yeah. Well read, you know. Yeah. I you know what? I didn't. I never thought of that, but it. it it does seem like it was around that time, like right after the post. Because Occupy Wall Street was like 2012, right? Yeah. Yeah. 2011, 2012. Yeah. And then it started to, it, it really started from schools. Because really what we see are the kids that graduated or started school from that generation on are the generation of kids who are, who are now, you know, teachers teaching all this crazy shit. They're the wacky teachers of TikTok that we're seeing every day say some wacky shit about something woke. Every you know that's like a normal thing now. And then well, it got to be the point where with with the with the Occupy Wall Street stuff, it was we are the ninety nine percent, right? Mm -hmm. So it became we're all united against like these people who have rigged this financial system in their favor, and then they started very nimbly dissecting all these crowds. It's like okay, well we we are we are the ninety nine percent, but this is a trans black woman. You have to understand her. Her life has been much harder than yours, so would you please sit back and listen while this person, you know, and then it becomes like, and then divide and divide, divide, and now it's just a, you know, it's a mess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bryce, they say you're showing your authority bias. Yeah, your white supremacy showing, man. Oh, wow. Whoopsie. There you go. <laughs> Snuck out. Snuck out. <laughs> yeah. Can't help it. My bad. Yeah. Well, yeah, and this is uh, we've talked about this. libs. That's what we do here. Uh, own the libs. Yeah, own the libtards. No, uh, uh, but yeah, since you do this, kind of my main gripe with progressives they measure the quality of their policies by their intent and not the real world success. They are so unconcerned with results. They never actually, stop saying that, by the way. Repeat that all yes. day long, just get it into other people's heads. Let that idea take root. I'm actually of the opinion that in a lot of cases. Uh, they don't want real world success. They only no. want the ability to seem noble. And so if they keep having these good intentions. Like, you know, it's a good intention to teach, uh, to stop racism. That sounds good. It is. You know, you don't want yeah. racist people. You don't want a, a country full of discrimination. And so they use that good intention to, oh, this is for the, this is in the name of anti-racism. This is in the name of XYZ. And then when you see, if you see results to the contrary, it's like, nope, this is our intention, so we're going to keep doing it because that's what we intended to do. And it's like, eh. 
it's like the socialism meme. It's like try socialism, system collapses, <laughs> real socialism has never been tried. Try socialism, system yes. collapses, real socialism. It's like, and it's just this like constant cycle and it, they just don't ever want to connect the dots to the broken political philosophy. They just want to, but I, it feels correct and that's more important. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, they, uh, the meme was facts don't care about your feelings, but their feeling is the opposite. The feelings refuse to uh, acknowledge your facts. facts. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's really true. Work yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> we kill, we crush, we pwned them, right? Pwned them libs. Um, libs. Yeah. Well, so did you want to. Do you want the nice happy story or do you yeah. want the more like social? Okay. Let's do the nice let's happy talk, let's story. Let's be happy. Let's be happy for the people. I don't know if it's nice and happy. It's just, it's interesting. Okay. Um, where are we? Boom. That should be. Oh, no, that's the Twitter. Oh, gosh. Uh, oh, golly. Well, I have an ad blocker up. And I, I'm trying, I can only pull up this article in incognito. Uh, oh, so stupid. Anyway, NASA has successfully grown and harvested green peppers on the ISS, and one astronaut made tacos with them. Holy shit. Let me see if I can just pull it up. Um, okay. Daily yeah. Mail. Okay. It's a good, feely, feely good story. Yeah. Some you interesting can, progress. We can do stuff now. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> we can actually accomplish things. They have to, we forget that, like, they're outside of all this culture war shit. They're like really smart people trying to figure shit out. Um, so shout out to you guys. And I guess they have to prep us for when the expanse is a documentary. Cool. Uh, oh, we, that... we're growing stuff. You know, in a different. Even though I still haven't seen the expanse. Ah, but, good, it's good stuff. At least the first three seasons, anyway. Yeah, um... they've successfully grown and harvested green peppers on the ISS, and like you said. And Astra made tacos with them. Brightest so. Day, by the way, just dropped a $3.33 tip oh. to moi. Thank you, sir. And he says to keep up the fight. Right on, brother. Thank you very much. Brightest Thank you, Brightest Day. Day. Appreciate Hail. it. Appreciate it. And if you're yeah. not subbed to Brightest Day, go over and check his channel out. He's always doing stuff. Yeah. Always and banging out child. Appreciate you. You said, I uh, hope to hear more of this about Infinite Hope. We cover positive stories here, too. We cover positive stories here. Yeah, we do. It's also like interesting. It matters too. You know what I mean? Like I appreciate you know the nice positive stuff, but eventually you're just like, well, isn't that nice? And then and then there's really nowhere to go with it. You're just like, okay, that's sweet. Like I don't mean to harp on the negative, but at least that motivates conversation. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I I try to at least on a lot of solo podcasts do like positive stories. That was the first thing I did on on the channel was i was trying to oh, talk about positive news but all of it became like super political like a trans person walked across the street today so okay oh you know good for them but uh not really i saw a, the soy boy meme like did you ever you ever see like where it's got the the smug face of the soy boy and then they're like the, the fake excited face where they go like that yeah. thing <laughs> yeah and they had uh it was like thing and then it was just like just the smug face and it was like thing involving a black person like, <laughs> yeah, as long yeah, as yeah. it's involved and they're like oh yay a good story <laughs> yeah basically yeah basically uh but yeah nasa has successfully grown chili peppers in space i don't know how that worked um i guess they must have been able to 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 get a environment 
I wonder if it's hydroponic. I imagine it probably is. It's probably the easiest way to do it. I wonder, does that come with like parasites or or like insects? You know what I mean? Would that automatically? I don't know. Um, if you to read through it, it says, uh, yeah, they announced Friday they grown uh, first chili, pe- chili peppers in space, uh, with astronauts <laughs> on the International Space Station, and then turn the fruit. Are peppers a fruit? Got seeds hmm. on the inside. I guess they yeah, are. I would have. I, I kind of considered them a vegetable, but I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the the U.S. Space Agency yep. said chili pe- peppers fruit. grown. Get out of here, man. That's didn't know that. It's like Pluto is not a planet. It's just one of those things that is like mind blowing. I have to recover. Yeah. Um, investigation involved microbial analysis to improve the understanding of plant micro plant microbe interactions in space. The crew's assessment of flavor, texture, and nutrition of the first peppers grown in space. Uh, NASA said in a statement, uh, "These peppers have been grown on ISS since July." And were uh, Espanola improved uh, chili grown in the famed Hatch Valley of New Mexico. So you have New Mexican chili peppers. That's pretty damn cool, dude. Yeah. That is interesting. Now, the thing I I think about as a fat fuck, like, (laughs) does this food impact, like, most food that is, like, you know, genetically altered in any way has, like, some negative impact? Um, like, is it because there's space, is there something, some nutrient that this would get that it doesn't? And now these things are like freak chili peppers or something like Did that. Did it say it was, it was not, it was, it was a uh, g- genetically modified? Um, cause it doesn't necessarily, I mean, I don't think you need much more than like, a like a nitrogen rich, li- like kind of fertilizer, mm-hmm. uh, water and sunlight and sunlight. You could be manufactured. So you yeah. don't actually need the sun, although there's plenty of that in space. Yeah, yeah. Um, but apparently, this is actually really important because over they say in the in the future of space travel, having plants growing on a ship is actually going to be huge for oxygen recycling. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I just thought about like longer trips in space or something. Like if you you're trying to get to Mars or trying to get somewhere further, it'd be nice to grow food in case you know. Um, that's part of it as well, but yeah, but yeah, yeah I mean, on the expanse, the yeah, that's a big part of it. And on the expanse, they have all these like uh, plants that scrub the air, um, you know, kind of filter out the air and stuff like that. That's like part of it as well. Now, I, I, I imagine that's based on real science because so much of the stuff in the show is. Um, but I yeah. have read for sure that like that is going to be a big part of oxygen recycling is having fresh plants and hydroponically grown and all that type of stuff. Yeah, and real quick, I want to say hey to Fish Chozo. And hey to Brandon. Let's go, Brandon, the anime Let's guy. Go Brandon. Uh, what's going on with your channel? Because uh, he's had channel issues again. Uh, GoGo13, a.k.a. Brandon Infinite Wolf, a.k.a. Brandon, the anime guy. Oh, I didn't had, know uh, he changed his. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So he had uh, his channel was taken out a few months ago for some unknown reason, and it got taken out again. Really? And I'm not sure. Yeah. He's just talking about fucking anime. Yeah. And I guess it's gone. So maybe this is a new channel. That's Get fucking fuck crazy. Here. That's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah. And speaking huh. of uh, space travel, uh, promoting Kai MFS, whose book just turned about a year old, Space Crime Domino. Uh, he yep. says in his books, in his book, the ship has a hydroponics uh, bay and tubes filled with algae that help produce and recycle air throughout the ship. 
Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. He, right on. So there you go. So yeah, his main channel is dead. YouTube screwed me. Is that because you you went with a no? It can't be like a character name. Like, I mean, it's a Gundam has a brand in his name. So yeah, that, it's a Gundam. Gundam. And yeah, that that's, sucks, man. That's pretty. That's pretty bullshit. So this is his alt account. Um, we'll be making announcements later in the future. That sucks. All right. man. Yeah, let us know. Let us know what's going on, man. If there's anything we can do to help, we'll you know do what we can. Yeah, man. I mean, hey, if you want us to plug a new channel or something, we can definitely For do that. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Give him that that yeah. culture crime fighters bump. Yeah, yeah, that that infamous culture crime fighters. Infamous. Bump. It's YouTube wide. Yeah, everyone knows. Everyone knows. Yeah. You go on the culture crime fighters, you become a megastar. That's right. Huh. Um. So yeah. So anything more on the space plants? Uh. See, I, I guess this is what you said about good news. Like, hey, space plants, not what? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like, okay. I mean, look, it is cool. It's very interesting. I don't have much more to go. I mean, I'm not I'm not that well-versed on this particular topic. But I did think, like, when I first heard that, I was like, oh, that's interesting. What do you know about that? Listen, I'm just glad while, like, the world is going to shit that there are people who are trying to figure out cool things. Like, I'm mm-hmm. just glad that there are very smart people who are uh, paying attention to, like, you know, relevant stuff. And this is what I said, uh, Brandon, uh, plants in space. In space. I'm just glad there's the people who, who are who are doing shit like this. Because mm-hmm. uh, who knows when we'll need this shit. Who knows? I want to get off of Earth, so I think, uh, you know, <laughs> the ability to grow plants in space is a relevant thing, because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty re- much ready to get off this damn planet. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah um, I, I want to wait a little while till I think they perfect it. You know what I mean? Right. I don't feel like they, I don't feel like they got it all figured out quite yet. Probably you no. Know? Might not have, might not have enough time, man. The world is going crazy. And uh, Central Dildo says, "Yeah, p- space plants are cool and all, but how is it woke?" <laughs> I real, my brain really was actually going there a little bit when he was saying it, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, there probably would be enough trans astronauts, though, right?" Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. But "I was like, shut up." <laughs> I just let it go. I was like, I let that thought just pass on through. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, I did talk to a guy from SpaceX like mm-hmm. last year. Uh, he was at this wedding that I was working at in Los Angeles. Um, and he was telling me that the plan is so fascinating. Like what they how they do how like, you know, Elon is so crazy about Mars. I haven't heard about that recently, but yeah, he for a long time. I was like his big focus is fucking Mars. Uh, yeah. Get your ass to Mars. And so he would the the plan was is to was to just send like a constant convoy of supplies and stuff like that ahead of any astronauts who even show up, right? Oh so wow! It's, so it's not even like you show up with astronauts like whatever you have, you know, whatever. It's just no. There's like when you get there, there's already like you know years worth of supplies and all the stuff you need to like set up the camps and all that type of shit. And I was yeah. like, damn, he's like really thought about this, and he also apparently solved the insulation issue which is a huge problem apparently if you're going to be in space for a very long period of time uh radiation from the sun will kill you it'll give you cancer yeah. because there's no atmosphere filtering yeah no ozone yeah and so what i think they figured out like a water like if they if you if you use wa- like a water uh like insulation in between the walls or something like that that mm-hmm. that pretty much neutralizes it oh wow it's like bam, just solve one of the biggest problems. Like they used to say, it had to be like concrete, thick, and they're like, no, 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 water works just as well. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty fascinating. I, yeah, 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 man. That's 
I don't know how relevant that'll be. Uh, <laughs> Dittle says Elon just wants to go home. Like I said, him and Zuckerberg, him and Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, they're just trying to get back to go back their planet. Wouldn't it be funny if that was like the real origin? Like they're like some of these guys are aliens just trying to get back. I mean, sure. Zuckerberg is the strongest argument for this person's not a human. Holy shit, man. I even played, there was a video of him uh, being asked if he's a lizard person, and his reaction did not react like somebody who wasn't a lizard person. Let's it didn't convince that. you? Is that what you're no, saying? No. <laughs> it was more, it, it would have been less, it would have been more convincing had he not brought it up. But then he, was, he looked off screen like he had to look for permission to how to answer that. And then he just said no. And I'm just like, I don't believe that... you at all. <laughs> it's like, why would that not? Why wouldn't you just laugh at the question? Yes, he didn't laugh. He didn't come off like a natural person. Like most people, like, oh yeah, right, yeah. Most people would have answered, yes, I am a lizard person. Um, we are taking over, or you know, it's something like some sort of troll joke. He asked, he took it like seriously and just looked at this fake, like impersonating a human laughter, and it just it felt uncomfortable. It's like. I think you are a lizard person, to be fair. Did you ever see that Opie and Anthony video with Louis C.K. where he asked Donald Rumsfeld if he's a lizard? No, I have not. <laughs> that really happened, dude. That's a, real, that's a real clip from back Louis in our history. Louis C.K. asked Donald Rumsfeld if he's a lizard person. Yeah. Oh, God, I didn't, over, I over the phone and wouldn't drop it, by the way, because <laughs> Rumsfeld refused to acknowledge the question. Like, he wouldn't admit yeah. he wouldn't he's just like and the way louis did it it was so elegant it was like really sharp and he was like there are lots of people you know like there's there's lots of evidence that this man is a is a good american you know he's a patriot he served his country for you know uh, for over 40 years or whatever but there are some people out there uh that do think that dick cheney and donald rumsfeld uh eat human flesh and are lizards now i don't know if anyone's ever <laughs> asked you mr rumsfeld but are you in fact a lizard and dude like he goes into this story where you're like what that's not an answer like <laughs> you know what i mean like he goes and says it he went out there uh, out to dinner and someone like bought his dinner and that was and it was like what is what, what? no he asked you if you're a lizard dude like you're gonna ignore that <laughs> like and then he just kept going back and forth and louis louis eventually compiled the theory that he can't if he denies it, he'll just automatically pop into a lizard. So he has to tell. He can't say no. He just has to, like, bob and weave around it. <laughs> I actually have now found this. Do you want me to play part of it? Is that okay? Or I mean, I it's probably fine with me. I don't think there's any copyright issue for old Opie and Anthony yeah. stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's on my channel. I don't, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm a little more whatever because I'm not monetized, But I mean, I don't know if you, there were other things we wanted to talk about. But that's, um, I don't I care. I have to find this is hilarious. This happened. I mean, this is a real thing that happened, like to a fucking historical figure. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> like this okay. is a real thing. Because I have to hear this now. Okay. Interesting though, because there are people who think. I mean, here's a guy who, were you know, met Eisenhower as a congressman, right? I was running for Congress, exactly. And and you know worked for Ford and Nixon and Reagan, and both Bushes. And there's still those people out there that think, you know, Rumsfeld and Dick Cheney are actually lizards <laughs> who, I mean, literally, there's people that think they're lizards from outer space. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Who eat human flesh. 
I don't know if anybody's ever asked you directly, sir, but are you, are you a lizard? <laughs> I don't think are you actually? Can you just please give that a straight answer? Are you a lizard person? Louis, a little let him left leaning. No, sir. I'm not. I'm not. Let him answer. Are you a lizard? Here's the short answer. I'm in New York City. I walk down. What is the wait, 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 wait? Shake hands. Stop me. They want to know. I mean, the short answer is no. <laughs> That's yeah. the short answer is no. One word. And and it turns out I paid for my dinner. The next thing I know, the waiter comes back and said, the man insisted to pay for your dinner. And here's your cancel receipt for me. Oh, wow. That's See, nice. there's plenty of people that. <laughs> he, you didn't answer the question. <laughs> he's that not going to dignify. around with the wrong people. He's not going to dignify an answer to, are you a lizard, <laughs> Louis? Why not? Just, tell me no. <laughs> Just say no. Why are you about getting somebody paid for your dinner? Have to, I would pay because for a lizard's he, dinner. I, I think I understood the fact that there are people out there that appreciate what he's done no, as, totally. as a leader. And, there is plenty of evidence that this guy is a well decorated and yes. appreciated oh American and he has more credibility than almost anybody exactly but I just want to know if he's a lizard he's not a lizard stop it I'm I want Let to him answer. Uh, Mr. Rumsfeld Louis CK is a stand-up comedian and I do not share his ideology uh, one iota matter of fact we're meeting him for the first time we don't even really know yes him, so we apologize <laughs> this is this is 15 minutes I don't want to go through the whole yeah thing. yeah yeah I mean, they're more entertaining than we are, too. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm just yeah, going to make them wanna... go watch old open Anthony clips. <laughs> yeah. like, Fuck these guys. <laughs> Bro, that's not, the, that's not the the way anyone would answer. You would say no. You wouldn't go with this crazy story. I've... I think, I don't know. I mean, for a politician, right? Like, if you answer straight up, it's a story. No, listen, you're going on Opie and Anthony. This is at the point that no true. one will know who Louis C.K. is. But he's a it's, guy who needs to be sensitive about the type of press that goes out about him. You know what I mean? It, like, he needs to control these situations. Well, then don't go on Opie and Anthony then. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? a great fucking point. Don't do that. Then don't. I, my thought is you're doing this to humanize yourself, right? You're going. And so when they ask you as a lizard person, you should lie. I, it would have been less creepy if he said, well, yes, of course I'm a lizard person. You guys got me. It would yeah. be like, oh, he's going along with the joke instead of I'm going to tell a completely deflectionary story on the concept of rather than not I'm a lizard person. Louis goes on to theorize that, like, inside his human costume, he hit the wrong button. And then that, like, speech about the whole thing, like, started going out. And he's like, <laughs> oh, shit. And like, he could, couldn't, like, he couldn't stop it. He just had to let the whole story go. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know. I don't know that, you know. Listen, I'm I'm pretty conspiratorial. I don't believe in lizard people. I don't believe that they're like you know reptiles among us. I don't, it was a David Ike or David Ick. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, this this is this stuff like this almost is uh, gonna change my mind because like <laughs> it's like yo, we are gonna get creepy. thrown off this fucking platform <laughs> before <laughs> we finish that sentence. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if Donald Rumsfeld is a lizard person. I'm not saying Donald Rumsfeld is a lizard person. I'm saying he gave the answer that a lizard person would give if asked that question. Like, if you're a lizard person, you you would deflect. You wouldn't answer it directly. Because you're, sorry, you're a I just got a I just got a right. fucking text about something I needed to like be aware of. So my mistake. Okay. Oh no uh, worries, no worries. All good. That's cool. Uh. 
Sentient Dildo says he doesn't need Mr. Rumfeld denies being a lizard in headlines. You know, like, do you see what I mean? Like, there is something like he can't really dignify this question. Like, he has to avoid it, even though I don't know. I mean, it might have been a headline. This was kind of before the press was so one side was 100 percent the way it is now. I don't know. Because then, like, he goes on, like, Louis asks another question and he goes, you know, what would you like? He goes on to say something like, "For to protect America, like what would you be willing to give up? Like, let's say, you know, we had to sacrifice France for America. Would you do that, sir?" And he goes, "Could you imagine if I answered that question?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and he's okay. got a good point. It's like, yeah, he can't. It can't be Rumsfeld wouldn't sacrifice France for America, or and it can't be Rumsfeld would. He can't yeah, say he that. Can't answer that question. That's fair. You know, That's and so fair. I think the lizard one is just kind of the same sort of question. I, I, I don't know. I mean, or he is an actual lizard, and he, he absolutely I, cannot uh, address this topic. I don't know. I think um, it's this lizard. It's this lizard past. He's like, oh man, I can't let the, the, the can't let the um, lizard out of the bag. I can't let he, the, uh, the the iguana he, out of the bag, so to speak. I keep just repeating Louis' jokes, but they were so funny. But he goes on to say that he said he thinks if he does say he's not a lizard, he'll immediately turn into one. And then he, his human skin goes away, and they can never get rid of it. You never get it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, like, uh, it's so funny. If you, know, if you believe in lizard people, apparently there's a pig-human hybrid that got created? I heard – no, I think that's a little bit – misinterpreting the story what i heard was that the first human like the first kidney grown inside of a pig like a genetically modified pig was successfully transplanted into a human being and that kidney started working immediately that's what i that was a story that i heard and i thought that was pretty fascinating to be honest it's a little science fictiony kind of dystopic like a farm full of human kidneys but we do need organs, you know. So yeah, but pig grown. I guess uh, they're saying no. It's a different story because in China, oh. yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, what? Pig human kinda... hybrid? What are we? Uh, Island of Doctor Moreau? <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> oh, no. I know this is uh, breaking news. It's pig humans. They're pig people. Uh. On Earth. This reminds me of an episode of the Mighty Boosh where they had all those half peep the half things. Um, it's been a while since I can't, I can't quite reference it, but I can. It was it would be funny if I could though. Just so oh, you know, you could you there potentially was a laugh there for everybody. <laughs> just to just to clear it up. Well, this looks like this is a this is actually kind of an old thing, like from 2017. I hope. Okay. Oh God, this is a. Uh, let me. What'd you find? I keep seeing like images, and I, I hope they're not real because it looks disturbing. Oh God! Even the, what we have is disturbing. Hold on, I'm the National Geographic. Um, let me see. I guess they they create an embryo. I'm not sure. Was that I mean, where the hell is this thing? That was 2017. Where's my pig person? <laughs> I want my pig person. <laughs> yeah, that motherfucker should be uh full, fully grown pig pig human. No. Fully grown. <laughs> yeah. He's like playing football. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's in marching band. You know, oh, he's no. already... people, are saying, 
People are saying it's a hoax, uh, guys. I'm not. Let's look at the Indian Express. I I can't find. There's a recent one. Fish. You know what, Fizzrow? If you can uh, provide us with the article link. Yeah, please toss a link because I would love you know? to know. Or if any, if there's a mod, since you do know, you're you have a, a yeah. Mod you got the inside track on this story. Let us know. Let we us need know. To know. We have to know about the pig humans. We don't want them to take, you know, we already have AI taking us over. We have lizard people. We we, we need to know if there's, there's pig humans. Bebop and Rocksteady. I yeah. was actually thinking about going as one of them for uh, for Halloween. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I got, the, you know, the, the mohawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I just need, like, the squarey sunglasses. But then you, you also need, you need to do both. You can't just go as Rocksteady. You also have to have, you have to have Bebop, too. Yeah, you do. Because then it's like, oh, I'm, I'm Rocksteady. It's like, well, where's Bebop? The oh, isn't Maybe. the new Last Ronin come out recently? I know the fourth one came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I don't know when the fifth one comes out, and I actually need to get the fourth one. Yeah, me too. I haven't read it yet. I have to uh, catch back up on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, pig people, that's interesting. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's lizard. We have lizard people in politics, um, apparently, and confirmed. Um, and that's, that's a joke that's confirmed. Please, YouTube, don't fuck with me. And, um, <laughs> they're already fucking with you. Yeah. And then, uh, pig people. Pig people. Pig people. They pig will take us over. Remember, yeah. did you ever see the crab people episode in, uh, of South Park? I have not. Crab people. Crab people. It was great. No, the- I have not. Just kept unraveling more and more conspiracy layers, and eventually they ended up with there's crab people running everything. It was really funny. Ah. <laughs> Very on, yeah. on topic there, yeah. Oh. Yeah, well. Did you hear that? that? Yeah, I did. That's thunder. Oh, jeez. A big old storm here. Yeah, right in the middle. Man. Ooh, my mom's yeah. flying in. E. Oh, man. I hope Mama Fireball's okay. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I want to think about that. Anywho. Yeah, uh, the old Vic. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, we can talk about that. And we don't have to. If you got something else, you want to, you know, no. just reflect on, on your day. You know what I mean? You could just uh, what you've been watching, whatever. No, I can't find the pig people, and so let's talk about the old Vic. Wait, Vistro says search human pig baby twenty twenty one with filter set, set to, to upload, upload date. It. Okay, okay, because I I want my pig person now. Damn it! I mean, I don't know that I want to know this. <laughs> There's all these just weird, like, dark arts. Yeah. yeah. How scientists grew muscles in pig embryos. Is that the one? Or is it, like, did it just come out recently? Like, how how recent did this come out? Also, I'm looking at horrifying images of pig people. Yeah. That are, ugh, this is uncomfortable. Those images are definitely a uh, <laughs> nightmare fuel. This is crazy. <laughs> like, pure nightmare fuel. Um, yeah. I don't like it. Sheesh. I'm I'm so I forgot to filter anything. Let me see filter. Let's go past year. Because it's just, not it's not the organ transplant. It's a different story. Are you guys sure? I keep seeing oh, organ on transplant YouTube. on YouTube. Oh, well, uh, I mean, that could be could be fraudulent. Could be real. Who knows? All right, let's see. Okay. Farmers give I, birth to. Well, I won a prize from Google Chrome, so I can't wait for that virus to fuck my computer up. Um, that's great. I mean, what is this? I don't know. There's no way to verify this. It's just someone uploaded a video. Is it one of those like freaky 
nightmare feel <laughs> fucking Yeah, video. it is. I don't need this. Oh, I, I don't need yeah. this in my life. Yeah, yeah. no, this oh, is not. Geez. And there's no, like, article backing it up. It's just, it could just be special effects, man. This just yeah. could be, you know. Well, there is a uh, China funding this stuff analysis by Fox News. That's the, from four months ago. That's the most relevant, like, thing. So they're working on it. Let's just move on with this story. I'm not, I don't want to go down this road. The pig people are coming for you. They're coming for Wait, you, Matt. Is it sentient Dildo's birthday? He says, can we talk about something more important, like me turning 10 in Dildo years? Celebrate my existence, <laughs> stupid humans. Oh, well. Happy birthday, Cinch and Dildo. Yeah. Not sure how Dildo birthday. years work. Way to but, go. Uh, you've made it. You're still here. Despite you your best efforts. into a full-grown double donger. There you That's go. That's great. Good stuff. Yeah. Isn't it weird that we are, we are completely like normalized that we talk to somebody named Cinch and Dildo on a regular basis? Like That's completely like not a thing. It's not even weird. Not even weird now, right? Like, yeah. imagine telling someone else, yeah, yeah, my uh, listener sister dildo is like, huh? What? Yeah, he's great. He always has insight and stuff. He's funny. Like, okay. Okay, man. You, you, you're talking to a sentient dildo? All right. For Well, for a long time, like, we would kind of laugh at it, but now he's just he's just around so long that you're just like, all right, yeah, it's sentient dildo. Ah, it was it yesterday. Well, happy, happy belated birthday, then. Yeah, happy belated birthday, bruh. Bruh. Good stuff. Yeah. Made it. You made yeah. it. You're still here. So uh, happy birthday. Uh all, for for more years of dildoness. Yes. Lots of man ass pleasure is going <laughs> to be delivered by sentient dildo. And you know what? He's doing a service to the community and we're grateful. Yeah. We're grateful. Somebody, I mean, I'm not do it. personally grateful, but you know, all the men in Croatia who you will service will be very, very grateful. <laughs> shout out to shout out to the Croatian LGBTQ community. Uh, we appreciate <laughs> such a Dildo's contribution to, to your to your people. Yes, yes, you're very yeah, very needed. So yeah. Uh, right. So story. All right. So this is a, this just came out of Batting in the Comics today, uh, and it says, Old Vic Theater cancels production by Monty Python star Terry Gilliam over his support of Dave Chappelle. Yeah. That's pretty, interesting. Uh, pretty crazy. I mean, it's one of those things that's like, in my head, I don't want this to be normalized where I'm like, oh, well, duh, you know, everything's leftist, and he says something's not leftist. So, duh, he gets banned. It's like, no, 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 no. We We... We technically still live in a world of free speech. And he didn't, you know, supporting Dave Chappelle shouldn't be seen as some scarlet letter to your career, right? And, like, we've... They scarlet letter people so often that it kind of goes in one ear and out the other. You know what I mean? We saw Gene get fired. We saw all this stuff. But, like, this has to stop at some point. You know what I mean? Because this is kind of ridiculous. I mean, I honestly wouldn't even have known... Uh, that Terry Gilliam had an opinion on this unless this story came up. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't have either. So, um, e- like, by their own, whatever their goals are, whatever their actual, like, this is actually just promoting 
making it a story where it wouldn't be. I wouldn't know what Terry Gilliam thinks about Dave Chappelle. If you just carried on with the show, most people in the audience wouldn't know what he thought about Dave Chappelle. He would just do his show. But now that you made it a big deal, it's just going to fuel the like opposing views. You're not helping your cause. Yeah. Yeah. They, they never, they always hurt their cause with shit like this. I don't know if they realize that. And Fizz, I don't, oh, that's pure nightmare fuel. Yeah, I'm not playing that. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good on that whole thing. Thank you for your pig baby contribution to the show, but I'm actually good on that whole topic. You know what? Leave that for someone else who can handle it. I can't. Neither can Vidge. We're just gonna we're just gonna bitch about woke stuff. How about that? Yeah, is, is the pig, is the pig baby woke? Oh, uh, is, is there a pig baby human rights lobby? There you go. Do they have their own hashtag yet? Pig That's my concern. I want to know how they're going to be well represented in media. There you go. Otherwise, the, the, the oppression of the pig people. Yeah, yeah, human supremacy. <laughs> there you go. I mean, pig Ma- baby Ma- lives matter. Yeah, Melissa uh, McCarthy does okay though. But I'm um, tissed. That's I'm a sorry. good point. That's she didn't do point. anything to me. I, that was no, me. I always actually kind of. I've always found her to be relatively harmless. Yeah, she's. She's like the female uh, Kevin James. She's she's fine. Yeah, yeah, just kind of big, fat, funny person. Like doesn't yeah. do anything that I care about. Like yeah, the Ghostbusters thing, but that wasn't her fault. She just took a job. Yeah, I mean, she hasn't attacked me. I, I shouldn't have attacked her. It was just there. No, that's fine. That's funny. Whatever. That was a good joke. Don't apologize. Yeah. Don't apologize. Okay. Uh, London's historic Old Vic Theater has abruptly canceled a production of the Stephen Sondheim musical Into the Woods, helmed by, helmed by actor and director Terry Gilliam, after venue staff voiced venue staff. This is what is going on in the world right now. The staff has more say over what show gets played than the producers, than like the, the market or the audience. Like just some people at the at the theater were like, meh, I don't like that he said that. And then, boom, canceled. Uh, voice their displeasure with Monty Python's Legends, uh, recent rec- recommendation of Dave Chappelle's new Netflix special, The Closer. This is crazy. And you're right, it is always staff. Hell, this whole Closer thing, Netflix staff. It's the staff. Um... And I, I have a mixed feeling about that because we are in a staffing crisis. You uh, can get into all the reasons why that may be. Uh, we've done enough politics today. But we do have a situation where, like, I mean, I know a lot of this stuff happened before we got into the situation. But we mm-hmm. are in a situation to where it's like, shit, you kind of have to listen to them. Like, even something like the fight for 15, you know, maybe a few years ago, you probably like, oh, man, I'm not giving – Fifteen dollars to work at McDonald's, and then like there's no McDonald's open. Like, oh shit, I guess they're, I guess they're going to get fifteen dollars because. So uh, there is a certain amount of like, as much as we hate it, like if you do kind of have to bend the knee to your staff nowadays because there's no guarantee you can just fire them and replace them. Yeah, but all those places are automating everything that they do. Like they're they're not just going to take fucking twenty percent loss. They're just not going to yeah. do it. They're going to figure out more efficient, especially these places like McDonald's, where it's a built on efficiency. Like I, they're just going to figure out a new efficient way. And if you go, I haven't been inside like a McDonald's like lobby since uh-huh. I don't know, but a, a while. But like yeah. you, even like a few years ago, they had like automated kiosks. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll tell you sure. what, the customer service uh, improved pretty significantly. Yeah, because you don't <laughs> have to deal with anyone. You just order your food on the screen, and it is there. 
Absolutely. And that's a pretty miserable job. So most of the people who are there are pretty miserable. If they're even kind of polite to you, it's like, wow, this is special. So it's like, all right, yeah, I don't have to interact with someone who hates their life and hates their job. I get my food as fast. I don't care personally as a consumer. And then yeah. you, you ultimately you just destroyed your own job. Yeah, but I, I think like at the same time, like certain like I, maybe I'm thinking of other fast food places that aren't McDonald's that are like closed. My beloved Zaxby's that they're never open anymore because no one wants to fucking work at Zaxby's, which I mean, I get it. Um, but I, I, I guess my thought is, and you know, you guys are right. You know, the ushers, like who the fuck cares about them? Right. But like, if this staff, I mean, I don't know. Let's hear more that's about the story. How I feel. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Let's just yeah. hear more about exactly what went down because it's like, maybe staff is like, you know, the people who run the, the, the that's my menu. thought. Like who are staff that, that yeah. that's very important. So Gilliam voices supporter Chappelle's latest work on October 14th, taking his taking to his Facebook page to tell his fa- fans and followers, I'm encouraging you all to watch Dave Chappelle's new show, The Closer, on Netflix. To me, he's the greatest stand-up comedian alive today, incredibly intelligent, socially aware, dangerously provocative, and gut-wrenchingly funny, Terry uh, Gilliam explained. See, that you know what concerns me, though, is funny was the last thing he mentioned, which is like, shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't funny, funny be the, the first thing? thing. That I, and you know something. That's probably why I still have not seen the closer, because mm-hmm. I, I I do politics now, not for a living, but for like the main thing I do. So that's like I don't. I, I genuinely want the least political shit I can possibly find when I when I'm not on YouTube. Uh, like the least the like I don't want to hear the smartest. Uh, I, I do listen to some stuff, but it's just like I don't really want to see. I just they, want it. Separate. I if yes. I want to go listen to James Lindsay, Separate I want to listen to segregation. Him. There you I go. don't yeah. want to see a movie that James Lindsay's political theories are in there. That's not that's not what I want. I want yes. entertainment. I, yeah. When I want it to be entertained, I want to be entertained. When I want to be intellectually stimulated, I want to be... But I don't want this blurring of the lines and everything is activism and everything is a... Fu- fuck that. Sometimes I don't want to fight. Sometimes I just want to enjoy myself. Uh, Can you hold on one second? I got to take this call. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I guess this is a cultural crime fighter. Hope everything's good in the foul ball household. Um, Damn it. I do not have access to to move. Well, actually, I could change that. You share my screen so I can uh, move the screen. Actually, not share audio. And there's me. So now I can control it. Um, so we can talk about it. I can talk about it while uh, Matt is uh, working with that file call. Um, close is fine, but far from his best work. That's what I kind of expected. I didn't, you know, uh, Matt, he's talked about how much he likes sticks and stones. Hell, Ironcaster. Long time no see. I remember when you were a baby, Ironcaster. Now you're full grown and in college and experimenting. And, and it's like, oh, man, how's Ironcaster doing? It's been a while. And I've been talking about the damn Brave and the Bold. I haven't done it in a while. And man, I need to do it again. And the Wolverine Snicket uh, has to head out. Uh, have a great day. Have a good, great day, Wolverine. Um, hopefully your uh, healing powers still work. So shout out to Wolverine Snicket. He's uh, checking out and uh, as Ironcast checks in. So yeah, I hope Ironcast is good. Uh, pretty cool. Um, but yeah, like so I, when I uh, uh, Matt talks about sticks and stones, I like sticks and stones, but I didn't like my favorite Dave Chappelle is the old Dave Chappelle. 
Um, because it, you know, there was a world where everything didn't matter. You know, politics didn't have to come in part of everything. It, everything was not about politics. And I enjoy entertainment that's 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 less politically inclined. I don't necessarily need entertainment that agrees with me politically or disagrees with me politically. I just want entertainment that entertains me. And Ironcaster is surviving. Glad you're surviving, man. Glad you're surviving this crazy world we, we're living in. Um, <laughs> Jesus, dildo. Just use you up and back in your drawer. That's, that is the life of a, of a dildo, sentient or not, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, but man, why do we live in a world that if you, you dislike the, the, the wrong, th- or you, if you like or dislike the wrong things, that your your livelihood could be messed up. I mean, when you look at this, all he, you know, you look at this tweet that Terry Gillum posts. Oh, you're back. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, but I always do was talking about the tweet. He's just encouraging people to watch Dave's show for discussion. He says, I love to hear your opinions. He's just like, hey, you guys should check this out. This is pretty cool. I wonder what you think of it. And he's losing a job because of it. I mean, he, he'll yeah. be okay. He'll survive. But that's insane that that's being normalized. Now, a lot of this stuff, you don't know if maybe, I mean, I doubt it, but it's potentially possible that maybe tickets weren't selling or this musical was going to be way too expensive for what they were hoping, like what kind of a return Ah, they can get. Because this is England and their their COVID restrictions are a lot more strict than a lot of cities in in uh in in this country and that's, a, that's true. Uh, London. So I wonder if they're like, you know what? Let's just use this as an excuse. Oh, look how progressive we are and then save ourselves, you know, the 50 million or whatever it's going to cost yeah. to put this thing on cuz musicals the, are pricey. They are pricey. That's an interesting angle. Yeah. Not only are they pricey, they're pretty like cutthroat on whether or not they even happen or not. Uh, because of that, because the people who pay for these things do not want to lose their money. They're not. They're, it's a business. It's completely mm-hmm. a business. Hundred yeah, percent a business, and it's and you deal with some really powerful unions that are expensive. Yeah, and uh, since dildo advice, yes, Gilliam, of course, is expensive. Yeah, I'm sure this was not whatever this was. Yeah, Gilliam always goes all out. This was not a cheap thing. I didn't even think of that angle. Yeah, it could that could very well be the case. They do um, that shit a lot too, and like that's now it's a convenient excuse. No one's going to question it, although you know it's going to make. But it's not. It's not like I'm going to protest the old Vic forever now. Yeah. You know. You know what I mean? Like it's a venue. Like it, it's cunty, but like, what's what's the negative repercussion for them? Yeah. If so, basically, yeah, that's a very good point. If this was a different COVID situation where this thing, uh, whatever he's doing on the old Vic was something that's incredibly popular, you know, incredibly high selling. I don't even know if this is a story. Yeah. Because maybe it's like, oh, no, we're getting money. Everything's going good. And okay, that, I'm, like Dave Chappelle, whatever. And this is a theory. I know what you're saying. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I don't have any facts to support that. It's really just an idea. Yeah. So let's see here. Though brief and encouraging of – though brief and encouraging of debate – Jesus. What the hell was that? Oh. Uh, is that my cat? Luke, what are you doing? Uh, though brief and encouraging of debate between both supporters and critics of Chappelle. That is a really strangely worded sentence. Yeah. Gil- Gilliam's innocuous comments sparked backlash amongst old Vic's staff, which in turn led to the cancelization of his upcoming production. In a brief statement that s- sidestepped the actual explanation for the show's cancellation, the old Vic Theater news outlet, The Stage, 
Uh, ahead of any season announcement, senior management at the Old Vic would meet with the directors who are programmed to work in the season as a matter of course to discuss our culture and values. Ugh. That sounds horrible. Uh, this happened with the co-directors of Into the Woods, Terry Gilliam and Leah Hausman. Huh. Oh, that's a very, very tough statement to really interpret. It just says, okay, we're having a meeting. Yeah, yeah. Upset staff members also reportedly took issue with Gilliam's past criticisms of hashtag MeToo movement, which he has described as a witch hunt in which there were a lot of people, decent people, or mildly irritating people who were getting hammered. Yeah. And not only that, the Me Too movement was like proven to be like um, not a hoax, but like a, a kind of a grift. Like most of that money did not go towards anything that they were purporting. It went towards like trips and shit. Like that's not a. And a lot of the stories, I think, like once they were kind of reinvestigated, were not necessarily a smoking gun as they had appeared as much as they had sounded. Like some of them were and some of them weren't. Like it was stuff like. I don't know. I don't. I don't know all the details. I don't want to. I don't want to like kind of get into yeah. that because I don't. I don't really know too much. But I've heard like Metzger kind of critique it, and like he seems to know a lot about the actual details. And like you know, he he's not like a he's a comic. Like he, you know what I mean? If he if he thought yeah. was, you know what I mean? There's no reason for and, him to lie. Yeah, I, and like I said, the the, the actual movement itself, the, the Times Up movement, uh, that like that money did not go. It went to the people who were running the movement. Um, and, and real mm-hmm. quick on the noise, uh, Central Dildo seems to think it's your dildos. It said that Matt's dildos are finally uh, rebelling. Give them hell, brethren. I'm not sure if that's the case. I don't know. It just it sounded like a bunch of dishes just fell over in my kitchen. Yeah. Like, what the hell is that about? I'm like, oh, man. Matt- Fireball did not Epstein himself. He was, you know. <laughs> no, I didn't. So, did yeah. not. Um, all right. So I hate Harvey. The actor told the UK news outlet, The Independent, in January 2020. I had to work with him, and I know the abuse, but I don't want people saying that all men, because of the the 91 film Fisher King, two producers were women. One was a really good producer, and I and the other was a neurotic bitch. <laughs> it wasn't about their sex. It was about the position of power and how people use it. I agree with this. Concur. Based his yeah. book. Uh, notably, the old Vic found itself in the, in the center of its own Me Too controversy. Aha, the plot thickens. They don't uh, yeah. want any uh, lenses getting too close to them. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Spacey was there. Oh, he was a, he was a big theater director. guy. Er, 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 He's er, done because, er. yeah, he was a big theater guy. Even when he was an actor, he would do his, his stage stuff because that's yeah. like his kind of gimmick. He was there for almost 15 years as the artistic Oof. director. That doesn't look good. So that means that they probably did cover up a lot of shit over the years. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say. pretty reasonable to conclude. Anyone I know who worked with Kevin Spacey, all they ever, all it was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to hit on you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know, I know a guy directly who was, who was a friend of mine. Uh, I haven't spoken to him in a few years, but we were pretty close for a while and he was working on. What's that show? Um, the, House of Cards. Yeah, and like was like yeah. If you were there, he would, he would like you. Is what he said. Oh man. Yeah, like he said nothing happened with him. He said he was very respectful, very professional with him. But he's like, it, it does sound like it's not. It wasn't, um, you know, like a secret that he was very like aggressive with uh, men and such. So. I would assume if this one actor who worked with him on that show knew these details about him, the their his employer, <laughs> you yeah, know, or his artistic director, yeah, probably had some pretty good up. insight. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. 
And also, uh, hey, that doesn't mean anything went down. Sleeping with adults is that's fine. That's legal. That's you know, consenting adults is not a bad yeah. thing. But it does sound like I mean, he, he's in a you know convicted, right? Uh was he convicted? Oh no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. But he's very blacklisted now. He's very yeah. He wasn't convicted, but he didn't deny the allegations from the the guy who was like fourteen or whatever. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That guy who was in the guy who's 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, did deny his bad. allegations. And actually, that one was uh, really bad. Since you're moving yours, because I actually. Oops. Oh, what the hell? Oh. There you go. So now that's your screen. Because when you went off, I, I added my screen. Oh, my bad. All to the so good. It's confusing. So, yeah. All go ahead. good. Eventually, we um, are going to have to have a producer for this show. Yes. So we're not... <laughs> it's like, I, I'm really starting to feel it's more and more necessary, like, especially with like the audio volume and the audio levels and stuff and like sharing articles and like Googling live on the air. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we need a, what's the guy from uh, Rogan? Like, uh, Jamie. Jamie. We need Jamie. Yeah. It, it comes Jamie, in handy. Jamie, that up. Yeah. Pull it up, Jamie. Pull it up, Jamie. Yeah. Um, all right. Though Gilliam himself could not be reached for comment, John Barry, whose production company Scenario 2 holds the rights for Into the Woods, told UK news outlet The Times that his team was, quote, focusing on finding a new home for this show. These things happen, he admitted. It's not the first change of plan for a West End show or the last. Current uh, current times everywhere are unpredictable. However, in a brief bit of optimism, Barry then promised fans that the designs and vision for the show is vintage Gilliam. So that's a little salesmanship there. Um, I think that's it. That's interesting. Yeah, what do you make of this cancellation? Hmm. Man, your angle of this could be a financial thing is very interesting. Like, this could be totally unrelated to this, and they're just spinning it. I would love to, to you know, this is why we needed Jamie. If we could, like, okay, what are the old Vix productions doing? Like, how often are they getting canceled? What is the success rate of them? recently yeah. like post-pandemic basically how has that affected them because i would definitely be interested in exploring that angle that this this is a faux cancellation like they're using that as an excuse to kind of get brownie points amongst their own but it's well, really I, like hey we're not selling enough tickets because we can't that could be it but i would definitely not overlook the angle that someone in there in that theater complex is guilty of a me too kind of thing and they're like Ooh. listen you either cancel this show or I go public. Could be. Could be, yeah. Cause I can't imagine, like you said, if 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 Kevin Spacey has that type of reputation and he was there 12, 12 years, something got there's something happened. You know what I mean? It would seem reasonable to me. Yeah. And I mean like, shit. No, no, but yeah. It's just the entertain you know, the entertainment industry is uh <laughs> I just realized Fish Chozo we, uh, Kevin Spacey as the booty warrior said, you know, we're going to do this the easy way or the hard way. I, I like you and I want you. You ever see the Boondocks? I've the seen some warrior? episodes. I need to go back and watch it because I was booty warrior. fucking blown away by the nature of that show. I could not believe how critical they were of the black community and I was just like, wow, they are yeah. really going into it. Yeah. I, was, I was getting nervous. <laughs> Like, am I a white supremacist for enjoying this? I was just, I was just uh, like, ah, did they know this is out there? Like, <laughs> they know this on TV. Yeah, I think I think uh, Adult Swim might get burned down. Yeah, they would now. I don't think they allowed the Boondocks now. I don't even know. I've heard it's kind of hard to find. They took no. It's actually on HBO Max. It's I, is it unless unless they change it was. 
uh-huh. I, I think it was HBO Max or Hulu. Okay. Um, Hulu. The, yeah, but they did take down like a few episodes, remember? Yeah, I do remember episodes getting taken down. Yeah. And um, APM is over in England. Hell, APM. APM. He's, got, he's probably got the inside scoop on something like oh, yeah, this story. Because he's involved in the entertainment yes, series a little bit over there. Just Kevin Spacey. This is uh, the incident that uh, kind of sparked everything. Kevin Spacey denied assaulting Anthony Rapp when ah. the Star Trek Discovery actor was underage. Uh, the 49 year old actor claimed. Um, in October 2017, the divorce, former House of Cards star made unwanted sexual advances towards him after inviting him to a party when he was just 14. But in new court documents, Mr. Spacey has insisted his accuser wasn't even present at the party when huh. the alleged incident occurred. So that's the official uh, story from Kevin Spacey. Thank you, APM. Okay. For, for right, being our Jamie wants. for a minute. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I like that's the thing about so much of this stuff, shit. It's really just he said he said she said, or or he said he said. Uh, yeah. But like you know, and and they they don't they don't. This whole movement was predicated on no investigations. Like if it's yeah. said, it's it's therefore it, it happened. Yeah, that's what made it a witch hunt. Mm-hmm. To to Gilliam's point, it is a witch hunt. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, and it was used as a witch hunt and in, as a as a means of extortion. Which totally yeah. undermined any potential positive impact it, it could have had or did have. Yeah, uh, anything you know, because I, I do believe there's a, uh, a an abuse situation in the entertainment industry. Hell, they made there Matt is. a table. That, I mean, well, shit. I did that voluntarily. Yeah, I mean, listen, you, it's okay, Matt. It's okay. No, just, <laughs> okay. But I mean, that, talk to any girl who's ever who spent any time in Hollywood. They will tell you that. Yeah, it's like not even necessarily just abuse, but like they traffic in sex. Like that's yeah, that's how you open doors. Is you you know what I mean? You sleep with someone. Like that's how you get to know people in that town. Like it's it's so much driven by sex. So the 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 yeah, like it's it's built around that. So yeah, I mean there are, are lots of power things, but that's not gonna. I mean it might change. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. I don't. I'm so out of touch with it now because I haven't been there for you know a while now. So and all because all the plant pandemic stuff. I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I don't even know anymore, which is probably okay. I'm fine with not being on the pulse of what's happening inside Hollywood. It's a pretty exhausting it's, place. It's probably for the best. And APM just clarifying, he wasn't defending him, just uh, checking on what the deal was. Yeah, he is slimy. Yeah, uh, but it's yeah. good to have what what officially you know what the official statements of everything is. Yeah, and it sounds like I mean I don't know. I don't know what the investigation process is, but that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty lofty accusation there, and I would think you would follow it up with criminal charges if it was uh, sustainable, right? Yeah, that's what you would think. And then, did on Matt, you couldn't give consent because of power dynamics, bro. <laughs> that's a good don't point. Don't you know? I mean, there actually is something to that. It's like I, I really, I almost like I was like I got the job, so you have to take it. Like you don't have yeah. to. But you get so you you get so rarely get any work that you're like mm-hmm. okay and I mean like, it's something it's on TV it's a, a credit it's a booking yeah yeah it's so uh, there is there is something to that for sure yeah you well know, a lot, yeah a lot of people doing some stuff that they're not comfortable with because they don't really have any kind of you don't really have a choice if you want to build a career inside that town yeah that's a you know that's the thing in the entertainment industry in general it's like. Well, so many people want to be here, you know. So if you don't do this, 
then we're gonna have to go with someone else, and they will, and you know they will. So you you do what whatever it is, bro. Yeah, there I are got- literal industries built around the flood of people coming to LA to to like you know and ex- and they exploit their dreams. Yeah, like, I, I've talked about this. There's the the casting director workshops where basically you're paying to meet someone who can potentially hire you. Like they yeah. frame it in a way where you're doing auditions and stuff like that, but really you're just paying for access because they they are the people who call in actors and you need to know them, and it's very difficult to get to know them if you're not an established actor. So they concoct this entire system where you know th- th- thousands of dollars change hands all the time because you don't know any better and you have to try to meet these casting directors and they know that so they're exploiting it that's just one angle yeah i know a lot of that was in the music industry still is it's like oh you want you want someone to know who you are well you know you want exposure you have to pay or you you, they had these showcases you got to pay to be a part of showcase and then got to try to sell tickets and all this other stuff just to get in the, the room with someone who may help you and it's like, yeah, that, 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 that thing is just kind of a part of the entertainment industry because everybody wants that. You know, everybody wants to be the famous. Everybody wants to be an actor. Everyone wants to be a celebrity. So there, there's enough people to there's enough people to field where you can make a cottage industry off just off of people's attempts. Yeah, they don't be, need. There's no need. Yeah. There's no call for actors. No one needs actors you know certain things will become trendy you know like for instance now it's diversity so yeah like if you're like a young like if you're a young black woman just go to hollywood and you'll get a job like just show up (laughs) say hi and they're like oh right this way like because they they, there's not enough to fill all the quotas that they need so it gets to you know and that's but other than that it's they don't need actors. They, they, there's so many and there's so much nepotism and, you know, like, oh, you know, you're you, you're a producer on a show. Your friend's kid wants to get on a show. You're going to start with that. Yeah. You know, you're not going to go to the guy from Idaho with a theater arts degree and no credits. It's just not going to happen. And if it does, it's a fucking miracle like you won the lottery. Yeah. Um, shit. APM says he's no... 20 something straight actors uh who slept with both men and older women for parts uh, happens all the time yeah. it's like the it's the dynamic i don't know anyone personally like i don't mm-hmm. i don't know anyone who's like yeah i slept with this person and then ended up on this show but like i've heard stories like mitzi shore like at the comedy store would kind of mm-hmm. like you know if you slept with her you got better spots like you know mm-hmm. i've just heard that as conjecture from like other you know comics and stuff but like did you yeah, slide in the dms it's a joke Mitzi Short. No, I mean, I, I, I need material first. I, see. <laughs> I can't just get spots and be like, oh, now I need to start writing. Ah. <laughs> you got to build an act. Uh, then you sleep with the uh, older ah, woman. Ah, there the you go. Yeah, but I've never even got close enough to be offered anything. So it's not like there was never the doors were never even open. You know, I never even got past like the first line, you know. Like there's mm-hmm. all these, there's all these, you know, like if, if this is like the center of Hollywood, right? Like, and this is where like Brad Pitt and all these people like hang out. And then there's like, you know, it's television stars and then television supporting. And then, you know, like I was on the, I was still like looking in from the outside, you know what I mean? Just peering over the wall. Like, how do you, how do you get over this wall? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't know who Mincy Shore was. So she actually passed. She was in her eighties. Yeah. She died recently. Yeah. Oh man. 
Still, I mean, still pretty yeah. beloved. So even if she was sleeping with comics for time, like it doesn't sound like people were like fuck her. Like I think she's yeah well respected and well liked in in the LA comedy scene. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she run the comedy store. So that's like the most iconic comedy club probably on earth. Yeah, Not, that of the comedy cellar. Yeah, it's it's got to be one of. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so yeah, that's that sucks though, man. And I know it's been like that for a while. I'm not new, you know, that's not news to anyone. But it really does suck that that's how the entertainment industry has filled all of its, you know. Because what what great actors were we cheated out of just because they said, nah, I'm not going to do that and went back to their regular lives? A lot. We'll never know. A lot. Yeah. And the other thing, too, acting talent's not that rare. Really? It's not as rare as you think. Yeah, you think it's the kind of thing you only come across like, you know, one one in every 10,000. It's like it's not really that uncommon. Like I've been in a lot of acting classes where I was like, wow, this entire class is good. And I'm a tough yeah. critic. So it's like, yeah, like they were good, like lots of talent. I mean, you spend all those years honing the craft. I mean, you're going to probably get some kind of results out of it. Um, but it's that's the thing. That's why it's not you. it's not marketable. You can't be so very few people are so good, they're undeniable, and then therefore they get work, you know? Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot, there's a, so much more to it, and it's a, it is a business, you know? You're not, you're not just this, like, bauble, and then someone just says, yes, you. Like, you have, to, you have to be professional, you have to navigate relationships, you have to build things, you have to create your own stuff. There's so many angles to, like, the way you become, like, a, a noticeable actor. I don't even know how you would go about it today. I have no idea. Yeah. I'd go on Instagram, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I was just going to say, if I remember correctly, uh, when uh, Clifton Duncan was on, I think he said that, like, Instagram following is not a not a huge factor because if you already have a built-in fan base, I mean, shit, Batwoman only gets three hundred thousand people to watch it. So if you have five hundred thousand Instagram subs, you know what I mean? It's like, oh well, if we put you in there, presumably some of these people will watch your TV show, so that gives it a better chance of staying on because just because you're following. I would assume if you're a TikToker with like. 200,000 subs and pretty, you know, pretty good, uh, like viewing, you could get an agent, like, in, yeah, in a, in a serious, you know, uh, agency pretty easily, or at least a manager, yeah. And they would probably prefer you to a lot of other individuals because you have a little bit of a proven track record, yeah. And they can they build stars too, by the way. It's not they don't just say, okay, you have all the credentials, sometimes they say, okay, you've got potential. I know this acting coach. I'll get you working with him. We'll get you these headshots. Like they do, they'll do the work for you if it's already there's a reason for them to invest in you. But if you're nobody and you're just like I'm talented, they're like I don't even have time for you. I can't even. What am I supposed to do? How do I sell that? I yeah. need someone who's like I can sell, and you can't. I can't sell you. Yeah, and uh, you guys are talking about PP uh, sucking because. Uh, since you did, it says first off, uh, you gotta get close to Rogan, suck him off, and you're all set. Um, I don't know if uh, that's the the right method, even though he is in Austin. So there you go. Yeah, I'm. I'm. No, I, <laughs> I'm not fucking anyone to get ahead in, in anything. To, yeah. to climb up the YouTube chain. <laughs> yeah. Go give a few hand jobs in. Uh, where, get- where is this? Uh, uh, Silicon Valley, so they, they'll stop. Uh, <laughs> stop blocking stop my channel growth. Yeah. Yeah, got a got that. a finger bang Susan to, to get my uh, channel restrictions gone. Oof, wear gloves. Yeah, I definitely would. I definitely did. 
Um, no, I'm just joking. I just start giving hand jobs to everyone on FNT so we can uh, get shout outs. They're the only, yeah, I mean, they're, they're the ones that are like, geez, I, I, I feel guilty asking for anything else at this point. Yeah, man. Half of FNT has been on the show. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah, and, and, I, and I haven't been, I need to be more proactive. I keep saying we're going to get those other guys on. And I, we will. We yes. just have to coordinate the schedules and get them on. Um, but I have put in no effort into guests. So that's on me as much as anything else. So Yeah, yeah, we do have to. We, we will have guests uh, ever since we switched time slots. Hell, part of the time is just us being adjusted to the new time. Mm-hmm. Because I know, like, with even today, I woke up, like, minutes before the show. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally minutes. So, yeah, that's a whole new thing. And, yeah, it's we tough. will have more guests. Yeah, we will. We absolutely will. And, like, we, you know, we've had verbal confirmations from people who, like, you know, we like and respect and said that they would do it. So, yeah, you know, yeah, no, uh, parrot heads that I could always pose as furniture again. Great point. Great there point. That's in my back pocket. You know, that there should be on go. my special skills on my resume. Furniture mimic. You know what? We joke about that, but like somebody has that fetish for real, for real. Like that's why it's a Probably, thing. There's, yeah. That's there's, there's There must be somebody who has like a furniture fetish. Uh, Fitz Chozo wants to be a guest. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know Fitz Chozo at all. I mean, do you have a channel? I could take a look at your stuff. He does uh, have a channel, and he has a um, uh, was a Indie, Indiegogo. I don't know why my I got stream brain because he, he's trying to do a comic. Yeah, if um, you want to send me your videos, man, I can't guarantee that I can get you on this show because with the whole model that me and Vidge have sort of uh, carved out for this show is that we want guests that are bigger than us. Yeah. To help promote it. You know what I mean? Because it's like we can just kind of stream with other YouTubers whenever we want. But that kind of only reaches a certain point of growth that like a wider audience would find interesting, you know? Yeah. Like, think about and, yourself. I mean, if you just found you came across four YouTubers, you didn't know everyone had like 150 subs, you're gonna be like, all right, I, I mean, maybe I'll give this a chance, but probably not. And on top of it, like, because of uh, the cocktail lounge, we end up talking with so many of the YouTubers that, you know, like, we would want to talk to other, like, Culture and um, Mad and some of the other people, like, mm-hmm. other people who were like, oh, yeah, we would like to talk to these guys. Well, we end up talking to them on Friday, so that, that ends up. And other streams. And, and other yeah, streams, right. yeah, so. Trying to keep this one at least, like, in that vein as much as possible, just... Because, you know, I don't know. I, I haven't figured out this whole YouTube game, and we definitely got to try to figure out how to grow, you know, and, and develop the brand and help other people get to, get to you know, appreciate our wonderful content. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, in saying that, I know, like, a lot of people joke about the damn and hell jock nerdy. A lot of people hell joke jock about us. nerdy. And LDG of Geeks Enjoy. Appreciate both of you guys showing up. But um, YouTubers can complain about YouTube too much. I, I say that as someone who does complain about YouTube too much and, and too much inside baseball and too much. I get that, right? Um, but we do, you know, we love you guys. We love you guys and we want more of you, we want more of you in here. We appreciate you guys, though. I don't want you to think like, oh, yeah, just just you guys are, are not good enough. We need more. It's like, no, you guys are awesome. You guys yeah. keep the show going. Uh, but we do want to grow. We do. We are trying to grow and we do want this show at least of me and I think Master saying like this show is the show, right? This is the show that that's like our flagship. Mm-hmm. So it's it's we wanted and hell Captain Trek, another guy who I went on Captain Trek's channel when I was a smaller channel and he helped me out. Um so yeah. I mean the more people we have on this 
the more fans we have, the more sustainable this can be to the point where, okay, if we have more fans and more money coming in, then we can build this more and work harder on it and, you know what I mean, do all kinds of stuff because we won't have to honor our other obligations as much. Yeah. So it's just a matter of the, the nature of the business. We just need more people to watch so that we continue to grow. Yeah, and then um, we can also get better guests because people, like sometimes we get suggestions for like, Oh, you should get this. Like somebody suggested uh, Young Ripper. And I'm like, yes, I would love to have Young Ripper. Oh, my God. I would kill to have Young Ripper. I don't know that he he would ever. Like, he, I, I think he, he seems like a nice enough guy, but, like, I don't it's know. It's such we, a huge favor that yeah. you're asking because it provides him with nothing. Nothing at all. His time is incredibly valuable. He would mm-hmm. lit. We are literally. Like, when, when Gary came on, he cut his show short. And then brought all his people on to, to our show. And so we literally, like, that was literally Gary saying, I am going to make less money for people, I, you know, for other people's benefit, which yeah. he doesn't have to do. And again, you know, it's almost to his detriment, but he, he's a good guy and he did it. You can't ask that of everyone. You can't ask that. You can't expect that. No. And it was amazing that Gary did it. And thank you again if you ever watched the stream. Um and it's amazing everybody who's ever done a string from Chrissy to, to Tom to comics to everybody else. Yeah. I mentioned Clifton, R&B and Cameron Posture. I think it's, it's other guests. That oh, met, dude. Those two episodes, man. Like, I mean, happy everybody. Like, having Cameron Pasha and R- uh, Cameron Pasha and R&B, I could have talked to for four hours. Yeah. They were like back-to-back episodes, I believe. Yeah. Very Th- close those to were it. two they were... very good episodes. Yeah. Which you can get on Spotify and iTunes yeah. and all the the podcast platform so make sure you do that give us a five-star review so on and so forth yada 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 you know the drill you know what it is but we need you to do it need you to help out the culture crime fighters yeah and clifton was a great guest we've we've been blessed we've had some really awesome guests and then very generous people that that you know again all them took their time time. out of their days and Mm -hmm. they they could have been making money they could have been making connections they could have been doing something to expand their careers and they came over with us. So we, but they we, came and wasted their time with this nonsense. So, yeah, yeah, it was very yeah, cool. But yeah, so we do bitch about it a lot. We do talk about it a lot. It's you know, it's part. It's part of just what we talk about. That's just yeah. part of you know. Sentient dildos chiming up says Clifton was a great guest. He was. He wow. was. All Sentient of our guests have been great. Positive. Just, just it so that must have really left an impact on Sentient Dildo if that's uh, yeah. If, if he said something positive. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those guests, I I, I do definitely want to do um, another show with them. Definitely. Oh, hundred percent. I'd love to have some yeah. people back, but I same time, like I, you know, want to be very generous, like, you know, uh, judicious with when we ask. Yes. It's like you know, like like yeah. it, we still haven't built enough of an audience to offer them anything. Yeah, yeah, and that's another reason I want to build a bigger audience. Um, and yes, since you did, all, we, that helps put a, put our mind at ease. It's more. Thank normal. you for that. Makes me feel good. But yeah, because I, I, you know, if anybody comes on this show just for you know, twenty, thirty people to watch, as as much as I love you guys, you know, these a lot because we're we're aiming big, that also means that they like could be doing something else. Yeah, we're basically just asking, hey, can we steal your audience? Yes. <laughs> can you just take? Yeah. Can you just bring your audience over here for a little while and just see if any of them like us? Yeah, <laughs> like that's kind of what, you know what I mean. Like that's literally be, like, what we're doing. I think like Quarter Black will come on and stuff like that just because he wants to. Like he, we had a cool time in Vegas. He's chill. Like he's a fun 
cool dude. So I feel like he would come on just to talk and have a conversation when it's, you know, convenient for him. So I don't think he really gives a shit. But it's like, like I talked to Ryan Long uh, at that comedy show a few weeks ago, and I mentioned mm-hmm. him going on to, uh, to you know, uh, FNT. And he's like, what? I don't really need to. Like, he's like, it's not that I don't want to. He's like, I don't need to. I, I go on this, the Nelk Boys, and I, and I, I, I get a, a 50,000 or 10,000 boosts in my in my sub count and this, that, and the other. I still tried to make an argument for it uh, with him, and I, I think he actually might do it one day. Yeah. But it, but like when you, when you see it from his angle, you're like, okay. Like I was trying to come out with the angle that yeah, but these guys are loyal. Like they're they'll show up like for everything. Like they're they're yeah. lifelong fans. Like they are the people who really give a shit. They're not just a sub. Like they're sub. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Um, Which but, I agree know, with because shit. Some of our subs are those subs. Yeah. Oh, all of our fans, for the most part, all of our fans are just intensely loyal. Um, But, like, I saw it from his angle, too. Like, there's only so much time you have. There's only so much, like, you know, you you can give. You're not getting paid for these YouTube appearances. So is it, like, is it worth it to me to spend three hours, four hours on a Friday when I could be working on my own videos that's going to get, you know, half a million views or whatever on Monday? Like, I get that angle on it, too. Yeah. Um, Parrot had asked if we had uh, Mead on. Yes, we've had yeah, Tom yeah. on. He was literally Tom... the very first guest, I believe. That was him. First Open bit root. One? Yeah, but he's also a regular guest on uh, um, the Cocktail Lounge every Friday. Cocktail Lounge. He's yeah, pretty yeah. much there every week. Yeah. He fucking rules. Yeah, Tom is awesome. Tom is awesome. Captain Trek filling the channel roles. Please give to Captain Trek a sub. Um, since every time someone asks me to come on as a guest before, I say no, and now no one's interested. Oh, boy. Uh, channel needs big changes at a loss of what to do. Sheesh. We're all, I'm always trying to figure out what to do. I, I started to try to go, um, I don't know. you know, daily, and I, I don't know if that helped at all. It did not help with the algorithm. I, I hope I'm not spamming guys. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to find a balance on how much content to release. It's a, it's a, a goddamn battle with this algorithm. And I have no idea what to do. None it's whatsoever. a few things. I mean, for all, also remember, like, okay, like, I don't know if you guys watch comedy podcasts, but I do. I'm, I'm a big fan of comedy podcasts. I try to watch, I watch them all the time. A lot of these guys have been comics for 10 years before you even heard about them. They put in True. 10 years of, of, of honing a craft before you even heard their name. And you know what I mean? Like they, they were known in their comedy circles or whatever, but they didn't have like, so when they have a podcast like that's, that, you know, has started to get traction, like there's 10 years of work that went into the, the groundwork. We yeah. essentially just started. Yeah. Right. Jeez. I'm a little over even, a year in. Yeah. Even it's Gary. Lo- seven years. You said, said, that's my point. It's a, it's a long yeah. haul. Like it's a whole, it's going to take a lot of time. And if you, you know, you got to commit and you got to innovate and like come up with new ideas or new angles and maybe something like really interesting will come to you. Like I've been watching this podcast. I was telling Vidge before it, it's called, are you garbage? Uh, these two comics out of yeah. Philly, uh, H Foley. And I can't, I can't remember the other guy's name. Kip. I think they call him Kip. Uh, and the whole podcast, the concept is they interview a comic and they, have all these questions about their background like you know did you have a refrigerator in the garage like you know like what what kind of like and they try to figure out your background like what's your sat score they try to like eventually just come up with a verdict of are you garbage like and that's the whole that's the whole concept and that's a that's an interesting angle that's a clever 
show idea like and you do it every week and it's like oh you know that's innovative that's something different it's not just two guys talking about a subject it's like oh okay i know what i'm getting myself into it's well branded it's a clever idea it's interesting we we also you know need to innovate as much as anything else like we need to come up with an angle and keep pushing and get creative and and that's i mean that's really i don't know what else can we do yeah besides do it uh ascension dildo the ten thousand hours to become uh great at something yeah takes time takes time i'm i'm just getting back into guitar and trying to practice that on a regular basis and i suck so bad and you hear all these people that are awesome and it's like god it's gonna take a while for me to get even as decent as i was and i suck still it's gonna take a while it's gonna take a long time um and you know we can only talk about pig people and Donald Rumsfeld as a lizard person so much. We we need something that actually, you know, that people want to, to listen to. Yeah. And yeah, got to stand out so much. It's so much content, so much good content. There's there really, is. really, really good content. So much. So, yeah. And, you know, you got to stay grateful, too. You got to stay humble. Like, uh, the fact that anyone here watching us right now is still a, an accomplishment. And it's still something to be grateful for. Because it's like, dude, I told there was the, you know, uh, almost a year. You know, yeah. where it's like, I'm no one streaming to absolutely nobody. Not, no yes. views. You know, if my video had 25 views, I was like, ah, oh, this one's pretty yeah. hot. Well, actually, that's kind of where I am now with videos. But yeah, yeah, but uh, it, it is like that. And I, I mean, shit, I would get like three views, and like, holy shit, there's three views. So and that's and that was it. And that's what it is. And it's like that's a that's okay. This is the journey. And you guys are awesome. You guys are a part of that journey. You're you're coming with us, whether you want mm-hmm. to or not, uh, because you guys have showed up. We switched times. You guys still showed up. You say, you know Fucking what? A. I'm gonna. It's it's and actually it's about time to get out of here in a second. Yeah. Uh, but like you guys showed up, you guys are a part of the show. Uh, and thank you guys for supporting us. You guys will show up on, on, on Friday on the MF. Uh, a lot of you guys show up during the week on my streams, or you show up on Matt's videos, or you show up wherever. So mm-hmm. thank you for being a part of this journey that we're, we're, we're on. You know, I mean, we owe everything to you because without you guys, there is no show. If you guys were not entertained, there, there would be no one here. And and so thank you for being here. And uh, Kelly Child gave us a you're welcome. Right. Yeah. I well, I mean, I mean it. It's like, uh, yeah, because yeah, so. generally, thank you. Yeah. And, and we've even gotten some money out of it, too, which is crazy. Yeah. So it's, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool thing. I think, you know, it, we do bitch about it a little bit because it does feel like it's something you can't control. Yeah. Like I can control how hard I work at this. I can control how many videos I put out or how many broadcasts. But if there's someone at YouTube manually unsubbing people from me every day, I it, that really starts to get you down. Where you're just like, God damn it! Like I feel like I should be accruing more subs, and I'm just not. And there's no other explanation other than people every day are like, Nah. Yeah. Like, I, that just I don't really think that happens that more. Uh since you did last time I'm doing the expanse vids. I am going to pick them up. I've had a lot of personal stuff going on recently that's been like consuming everything in my life, you know? Um and so I'm trying to compartmentalize a little bit better and not kind of get bogged down with day to day bullshit. And uh, you know, I, I make more of a commitment to be on this on this platform, putting out more routine content, the expanse type stuff, like more videos, things like that. So I am going to go back and do those. I just have been in a, in a, in a, just a Milo, me, me, in a bunch of shit recently. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Milou. Yeah. Milou? Is that the word? Is that the word I'm trying to think of? That French word? Uh, I don't know if I know that word. And uh, Zach, to this point, this is kind of how I grew my channel was guesting, and I haven't been able to because of work uh, guess as much. Uh, but that was a that was like a lot of you got here because you saw me on either Culture uh, Casino show or you saw me on Yelling at Park Cars or whatever. Or Gary saw me on Matt's show or Gary or whatever. A lot or of whatever. people, you know, because I, I, I streamed with a lot or Wes Moody. I streamed with that. I think it's how Wookiee Supremacy got here. Uh, Such a dildo nailed it. Time consuming <laughs> private must be a whamming. Bingo. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, that's how those things can be. Mm-hmm. But uh, all right, man, it's, it's been about two hours. Uh, do you want to get out of here? Do you have anything else that you want to talk, bring up? No, I, I got nothing else. I, I, I got to get out of here. I got to go pick my mom up at the airport. Uh, oh, so yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm cool. Um, thank you, everyone, for hanging. Much appreciated for real. Uh, if you guys can give this uh, video a share, you know, let people know about it. If you think there's someone in your life that would enjoy our show, please let them know. Because like we said, promotion is difficult and uh, any little bit helps. So thank you so much for watching. And if you can get on iTunes and give a five-star review to the podcast, hopefully some more people will check it out. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm done begging, though. Yeah. Wanna... <laughs> for today. For today. Yeah. <laughs> Sharing is caring. Please share the gift. It's, it's, it's not a holiday season. Share the gift of the Culture Crime Fighters. Um, with us so i appreciate everybody here i will talk to you guys later uh peace see ya